production value. Up in our game. Two beers. I don't know and how book. long this should go. High value podcast. Two beers. And, and a book. book. Motherfucker. And fade. Okay, there we go. There we go. I think that's going to be an intro right there. We're right around a minute. Yeah, that's um, so Vadim, what I'd like to say, how I want to kick things off. Uh, let me pull up the notes. Yeah, let's do it. Let me pull up the notes here. Uh, let's um, let's roll out another one, <laughs> another good one. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say, I think we've hit our pinnacle. Yes. I don't think we can top what we did last week. I think this week is gonna be an abysmal episode. Yeah. And uh, but you know, there's nothing to do but do it. I'm just gonna be like the Soviet army. Mm. Uh, defending the Western Front in winter. Yeah. I'm just going to send everyone in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably a lot of people strategy. are going to die. Best strategy. Best strategy. <laughs> you know, it worked. <laughs> it worked. It did the job, yeah. right? Everyone, yeah. in, uh, everyone in the free world owes a debt of gratitude yeah, to yeah. the uh, World War II Soviet Army. I don't see anyone complaining. No, no one is complaining. No one's complaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where we're at with this. So I did listen to the book a little bit more. Mm. Uh, I think I'm only chapter five or something like that. Yeah, I'm chapter four. Okay. All right. So we moved along. So uh, do you want to jump into that or do you want to jump into some of our other notes here? Well, I read a little bit. I uh, okay. didn't advance too far. Uh, right. I'm on that chapter where uh, we follow Amber. Yes. Who is uh, yeah. uh, Manfred's um, offspring. Uh, yeah. And uh, she's apparently on some spacecraft. Uh, orbiting uh, Jupiter mm -hmm. uh, with other kids. Yes, I child labor. Uh, well one of them, one of them is twelve years old, but already invested all his savings into some. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, it's like a profit sharing co com something. company. Yeah, yeah some yeah. kind of a, what's it called? A hedge fund. Yeah. Uh, like a fucking moron. Yeah. Well, he's twelve. It's hard to make good decisions at 12. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I, I no, I don't think we sh we shouldn't shouldn't mince words. We shouldn't cut him a slack because he's 12 years old cuz he's augmented. He's augmented. They're highly augmented. Yeah. All of them are highly augmented. So, he's a dumbass for doing that. So he can't pay back he can't pay Amber back because he, he had a bet with her and he lost. Yes. Now he has to be her slave for a month yeah so you know and she's she's kind of a little bit of a cruel well he, deser a cruel he deserves that he deserves that he deserves he's, it he's he's, he's, he's he's on fucking mistake it's hard to empathize yeah uh but we've talked about this D did he really have free will no 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 so what i've just said is all bullshit as well uh well it's hard i don't know that it's bullshit and you know we swing between back and forth we yeah. are the uh designers of our destiny and mm -hmm. we have no control over our destiny yeah so the, hard to know there's no paradox in it i think no paradox at all yeah. i think the answer to any philosophical question is everything is bullshit <laughs> well th that's where i'm already at yeah that's why that's we're able to do these things yeah that we do that's a re 
And uh, yeah, I think. Uh, and just I, spout I, opinions like farts yeah. after a Thanksgiving yeah, meal. Because we're experts. Yeah. Uh, I like to think tw- that. Uh, the beginning of the 21st century is, is an age of expertise. Yes. Where uh, there are YouTube videos that you can uh, watch. <laughs> yeah, and by expertise, <laughs> we mean Google searches. Acquire expertise. Oh, the arrogance that Google has given us. Yeah. Is it? Is it not just uh, mind-boggling that even 15 years ago, to walk around with uh, this attitude yeah. that I can find any answer that I want to find in the next 15 seconds. Yes. So arrogant. Um, getting back to the book, so they're all, speaking of which, they're all augmented. Yes. And so the children have all far surpassed yeah. the parents as yeah. far as, I guess, just uh, computational and comprehensive um, consciousness where you know they're just literally mm. making up languages and yeah. learning to communicate in languages yeah. more efficiently they're just learning things just like so yeah. fast um and it's all being you know that's one thing i wasn't too clear on are you clear on are these missions all for resources or is it exploratory was it a mining thing that was going on on the moon of jupiter because i know they were interested in the moons of jupiter but i wasn't i wasn't too clear on what that interest was because it feels like the discussion and the, s- the story is going around taking all dumb matter of the universe. And I didn't yeah. quite understand what that concept was, dumb matter. Uh-huh. And, and just exploiting that. Yeah. And then taking intelligent matter, whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. And, and then the singularity. And then somehow um, collating that all into one thing. Yeah. So, I, you know, I wasn't too sure. Because there's definitely, there's still marketplaces at play. Yes. Even though they're working towards a singularity, and Manfred had um, a big part in that, in that the marketplace was your reputation, hmm. and he helped his clients um, become juggernauts in the, that marketplace, whatever that meant. Yeah. And then they were marching towards singularity, where they said dumb matter is one thing, and intelligent matter. I, I, did I mix up the words? They might have used some other term. Computing matter, something like that? Yeah, there you go. Computational matter, that's it. Because they, they, right now they're talking, they're having some kind of interchange with an alien life form. Yeah. Uh, some kind of packet interchange. Yeah, yeah. And they're working towards that. There were a couple concepts in there that are slipping my mind right now. And when I heard them, I said to myself, self, write this shit down. Yeah. Because you're going to turn the microphones on and forget. Yes. And that's exactly what's happened. Yeah. So you, you, you have a very good predictive power. But yes, but very poor um, remembering power. Yeah. It's the long-term memory that's an issue for me. Yeah. I think the short-term creative bursts, I'm okay. But yes. getting that into something tangible and you know something we can put out into the ether, uh, not so good. Not yeah. so good, Vadim. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're just ordinary, unmodified humans. Yeah. Probably not for long. Probably not for long. Man, I go back and forth on that. I, I, there's a part of me that really wants to run towards that, and then there's mm. a part of me that just wants to die. <laughs> I feel you, yeah. <laughs> and let's look around that corner, Vadim. Yeah. What, what? I die, and then what? Is that just relaxing? I'm. J- it's just black. No, that that's the, that's the problem. Or am I intelligent matter? The problem with Com- computational. The problem matter. with death is that I don't think it will save you from, the, from your troubles. Yeah. That's because you know I I I've come to realize that uh, as ridiculous as concept of reincarnation sounds, it might actually have something to it. 
as crazy as it sounds, you know? Because he, consider this, right? If what you are is in your brain, mm -hmm. then for all intents and purposes, you could have woken up yourself today with all those memories. So whenever your conscious experience stops with death, right? Then you'll be just part of you, quote unquote, will be just part of another conscious experience in in the universe and you'll still be trapped in some kind of fishbowl you're, you're probably gonna be subjected to taxes you know yeah uh, and all sorts of unpleasant things well you'll be subjected to a game yes so you either got to relax and understand that every operation is a game in some form or another yeah and that you're just playing a game or constantly live in angst and yeah. i think that's where i'm at i think i'm i, I think you know, I don't want to boast and be that I'm Zen. Yeah. I don't necessarily want to be an inspirational speaker and motivate people, but yeah. I think I got it figured out, Vadim. Yeah. I think I got it figured out. It's all one game after another, and the rules may change, and the avatar needed to play the game may need to be modified. But it's all just a game. You know, I bet when when you die, your consciousness goes to some place where it's just you know, bureaucracy where you have to sort of stand in a line, fill out forms, yeah, and all that shit. I bet you that, and you're like, I thought, I, I thought I was gonna be free. Wasn't there some kind of bliss promised to me with harps and clouds and yeah, blowjobs? Uh, no, then no. there, there would be just a, you know, a long corridor with a lot of people with, you know, sad faces. So many people because, yeah, it, it's we're growing exponentially. So there's seven people, seven billion people that need to eventually die. Yeah, and we're gonna get in line at in 2019. So how many billions of people were there before us? Yeah. Like oh, to die in the year three. Yeah, that would have been great because you would have gone up there and just been the, like the lines would have been moving, and you would have been going, yeah, man. Golden, a golden age of death. <laughs> golden age of death. That's yeah. why Jesus, the Son of God, he knew when to get out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He could have stuck around. He could have. But he said, no. You know what? I'm gonna die, and then I'm gonna fuck with their heads, and I'm gonna say, oh, three days later, boom. Ta-cha! I'm back, motherfuckers. Look at me. My name is Jesus. Or, in Latin, Jesus. And then, and then everyone's <laughs> like, oh, cool. Our Savior, the Son of God, he's back. And then he said, peace, bitches. I was just kidding around. Poof, I'm out. He cut to the front of the line, and he's chilling where he needs to be chilling. Yeah. But the rest of us are going to be standing in those yeah. godforsaken lines that you just described. Yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, I, I I'll think drink it's, it's, it's going to be all, all bureaucracy uh, all over again. So there is no, there is no, you know, there is no salvation for uh, for a conscious, uh, intelligent being. Uh, we'll be just subjected to more shit. Vadim, while we're meandering mm. with our thoughts, yeah, I'd like to share with you Matthew's unoriginal thought of the week. What is it? So it has to do with uh, Accelerando, mm -hmm. which we're reading. And then it has to do with social media yeah. and all this shit I've been doing with podcasting. Mm. What if social media and to uh, maybe a greater or a lesser extent, I don't know, podcasting and vlogging yeah. is a biological upload backup? Um, now, okay, so let me, let me flesh that out a little more because I can see you're thinking... And you're wondering why you hang out with me. <laughs> so let me go a little one step further. So I'm a believer in that we have no free will. Yeah, me too. It's it's a, a clock. 
and the gears are ticking. Mm. That clock was probably built at seven years old. And now it's just ticking. Yeah. And there are circumstances that may change the pace of the gears or maybe even the rotation of the gears. I don't mm. know. Um, but it's a mechanical process. Yes. Who cares if the mechanics is biological or synthetic? It's a, yeah. it's a mechanical program. Yeah. Uh, what if all the, the words, the pictures, the self-aggrandizing posts is all a way for the machine to be put into more of a synthetic long-term uh, upload. So we're actually backing up our consciousness by doing these things. Well, in some metaphorical sense, it is true. Yeah. Well, I only speak in metaphors. I've yeah, tried meta like threes and meta twos and meta meta fives. Yeah. But meta fours seem to be my sweet spot. Yeah. So <laughs> that's all I've got. Yeah. That, that no, but uh, th yeah, that that concept is actually is is a pretty interesting one because ultimately, can you get so used to outsourcing some parts of your um, subjective experience to a machine? Yeah. That. A genuine part of you is that machine. I'm not quite sure about the physics of it. So I think because uh, main character of the one of the main characters of the book, Manfred, he has uh, what's what's known as metacortex, mm -hmm. and it's not a, it's not an implant in his brain, if I understand correctly. It's just some some kind of um, program that sort of runs in the cloud that has information and processes this information, and he. I, he can use it by means of of those of these uh, goggles that he's wearing. Yeah, they're very important to him. Uh, and so, but I'm not sure what is the what is the physics of it. Well, okay, so this is why I put Accelerando and Diaspora together. Yeah, and I that's where I had this this concept, and it's not that's why it's not an original concept. It's a concept of all the discussion around singularity, and the the difference between the biological whatever it was called in dia diaspora the, the 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 meat what i forget what it was called the difference between humans bridgers and who were the people that were actually in the citizens citizens so what if this is a very primitive way to create citizens podcasting Possib possibly social media and then somehow the whatever kind of synthetic intelligence comes of it will be putting the pieces together and go this is a citizen this is a citizen this is a citizen yeah, yeah well where did the citizens come from because they weren't an upload like in yeah, the sense that no in Acela Rondo they have the lobsters who were an upload no they were uploaded they were uploaded so they were originally humans there was, so a, there was, an, event called, there was even an event a name for this event where people originally started uploading okay. themselves what was it called I forgot oh, all I the forget, all yeah. the terms in uh, yeah. diaspora, but so I put that book and this book together because I feel this book is building up to that. Somewhat, but I, uh, you know, in some way, I, I must say, uh, after diaspora, it's <laughs> so difficult to to read other books. They well, just all appear so poorly thought thought out. Well, what I was gonna say is, di diaspora came out before this, right? Uh, good question. I don't know. I think it came out in the 90s, and this came out in 2004. So what I was going to say, maybe maybe it was just a you know, shared con collective consciousness. Maybe it was a zeitgeist thing. But I feel there are undercurrents of the concept 
of diaspora in this novel? Yeah, well, I think overall the concept of augmentation and, and uh, ultimate, ultimately uploading, because there is a trend, right? That is that's been around for some time, and uh, for example, right in the in the eighties, if you're a, if you're a musician, you might have a, a, a an analog synthesizer, mm. or you can or you might have a five analog synthesizer and a drum machine and and some a bunch of equipment. Now you can do that with a computer because everything is digitized. Yeah, yeah. So we digitize everything, and it's only natural that we digitize ourselves partially in at first and then uh, completely so i think this is a trend uh, that uh, w there's a consensus that that's what's gonna happen yeah but i want to talk about uh implants okay i was listening to uh joe rogan uh the other day uh, and there was a guy uh jamie metzel okay you, do you yeah. I may have listened to some of it. I, I, I've, I'm actually I'm weaning myself off podcasts. I think I like doing them, but I'm I was listening too much. I think it was an addiction. Mm. But to all the audience members out there, keep listening to Two Beers in a Book. The only podcast that you really need. We'll summarize everything for you, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Don't we'll worry. summarize other podcasts. Exactly, and you won't have to do any thinking. Just relax. Yeah. Just, Just let us tell the story. Let us think for you. Let, let us, us tell you what you. to do. Yeah. Now. Go on that website and get your uh, credit card ready. Yes. We're selling T-shirts, shot glasses, uh, virtual. Uh, socks, shoes, you name it. We're basically like Marshalls on the yeah, Internet. Yeah, Vir It's all virtual, though. We'll, you'll receive it once you're your, your consciousness is uploaded. Yeah. Uploaded to it's a good point. Virtual realm. When yeah. you're a citizen, we can Actually, talk. Actually, yeah. yeah. That's not a bad business idea. Oh, to reserve a spot as a citizen in the two beers in a book uh, army? Polis. Oh. <gasps> Each podcast is a polis. Yeah, we have our own polis. And, uh, I like the way you're thinking, my man. Yeah. yeah so uh, you can buy a place. It's going to cost you. you yeah. Know? It's not cheap. I mean, I mean, we are not some you know, ra random two. But who you know, knows what nobody's the. No, we aren't. Uh, we're, we're very important because we yeah. have opinions <laughs> and an internet connection. <laughs> So, <laughs> so we don't know what currency will be in the polis, in said polis. You know, it it might be, um, it, it could be anything. Yeah. You know, so it could be your sperm. <laughs> could be your ovaries. Um, there's no telling. It may not be the U.S. dollar. So don't worry. Just sign up now. Yeah. Uh, so let's go back. So this podcast with Jamie. Yeah, and they they went over a lot of topics, and he's like a uh, uh, my favorite. Is he, he a physicist? He's, he's or my favorite profession. He's a f futurologist or futurist or whatever. Okay, whatever that's technically what we are. Yeah, that's what we are. Yeah, uh, and he's uh, a colleague of of, of ours. He's a essentially. <laughs> 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 he is a colleague. Yeah, uh, we, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Um, He's one of our cohorts, <laughs> yeah. if you will. One of ours. <laughs> uh, and uh, one one of the things is, uh, and 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 he's just reiterated that that trend that we should we will be augmented, and and that uh, at some point in the future, probably not so distant, having this uh, modern smartphone, this relatively thin, relatively low-profile device, 
will be uh, it's, it's, it's the same as you know the 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 first cell phones in in the 90 in the like late 80s yeah like those giant sort of bricks mm-hmm. and uh the new jack city yeah phone. and uh, yeah yeah and and um everything will be embedded in us mm-hmm. right in uh but but th- but here's the problem in the same podcast they talked about you know social media mm-hmm. uh, we we know those uh you know platforms that uh have been named uh the source of a lot of uh you know polarization and division in society and also you know s- s- some people say that you know they might cause depression they might, might cause anxiety oh i think it they do 100% and, and all sorts of things so all sorts of harmful effects yeah and and social media, uh, a social network is something you can uh, you can just choose not to partake in. Mm-hmm. Now, fast forward to the time where you can Im- implant some some chip in your brain. Yeah, it will be manufactured by some kind of for-profit corporation. What will be the monetization? Uh, scheme or monetization uh, uh, the, the, the way of monetization for that corporation will it be some kind of targeted advertising again oh fuck and all that kind of stuff for fuck's sake the will it be something uh, not even advertising maybe something is anything that relies on the, on your data on, on, on monetizing your personal experiences now will you be so willing to put that in your brain no because Unlike uh, social media, you won't be able to get rid of it that easily because it's it's in your body. Well, then here's what I have to say to that as a futurist. Yeah. I, if, if the best we can do when we're augmenting memory, um, sensory input, uh, whatever else, um, emotion, if we're augmenting that and we're still paying for that with pop-up ads, yeah. we should not be augmenting. Exactly. So I, I, in my mind, there is, in no uncertain terms, the economics, the economic setup that we have right now, structure, whatever you want, I don't know what the word is, but where we're at right now, it can't sustain itself. No. And, and I have this discussion with colleagues about marketing spend. At organizations, because when you say whatever Facebook's valued at, it's valued at how many billions right now? Yeah, is I it don't know. Hun- anyway, it's it's an obscene number. It's like a small country or something. It, it is. That's exactly right. When you look at that, it's all advertising spend, mm-hmm. which doesn't make sense. You should not have one of the largest economic powerhouses on planet Earth be because of marketing spend. Yeah, it, th- that should not be. What problem are you solving? Nothing. Are you giving people clean water? No. Are you giving people clean air? No. Are you building structures? Are you making cars? Are you doing anything that's beneficial to humankind? Nay. To earth kind. Yeah. Animals, fishies, whatever the fuck you want to say. Are you doing anything to help that with ad spend? No. No, you don't. Yeah. You, you don't. Now, at its core, what it does, it connects people. It groups people. It makes um, people. Uh, it gives people the ability to share the experience. I'm down for that. I think that has its pitfalls, but it's not. It's not that pure. It's not that 
um, idealist. What it is is it's a way to categorize me so I get the correct ads. Yeah. You can't sustain an economy. So what you're doing is you're creating a consumer culture that's spinning out of control. And you know one of my favorite um, authors, and you know we, we've read this book, we've reviewed this book on the podcast, and I think you were a little more cold to it. And um, but me, it's like it's like an inspiration book. The uh, Stephen Pressfield, he wrote The War of Art, and he wrote Turning Pro, and his whole uh, I guess um, concept is about this notion of resistance yeah and in a nutshell he says consumer culture feeds resistance like no other thing right because yeah. consumer culture is like oh let me glue myself to the tv and see what kind of advertisements and mm -hmm. then i need that i need that car for whatever reason i have never been that susceptible to mainstream consumerism like phones i don't give a fuck i was on the iphone 6 for probably five years this pixel i hope to be on for the next four or five years um, but the things I do buy are gadgets like this, like recording devices, RC stuff. It's really obscure, but it's still a consumer mentality of, yeah. oh, I want to have fun with one of these things. Yeah. So I'm still susceptible, but I'm not susceptible. Like I'd, Mercedes don't turn me on. Yeah. Um, you know, um, boats don't turn me on. Nice yeah. vacations don't turn me on. But little things like this do. I, yeah. I'm but his whole point is like, if you're a creator, you need your tools to create. Now go fucking create. If you're yeah. a painter, buy paint and paintbrushes, but you don't yeah. need a new car. You don't need a fancy house. Yep. Um, and so having said that, I feel like we've built, the, we've built this machine with certain companies, uh, Fortune 100 companies that uh, are um, kind of feeding this uh, mind worm or this mind virus mm. that's, ah, in the long run, it's not, it's not healthy. Yeah. So... So before we go to those implants, we better solve the other problem. Yeah. And, and then those implants, I think, should be some kind of, this sounds really communist, but some kind of incentive driven. Are you yeah. a person whose will will be able to take advantage of this power that we're giving you? Kind of like Spider-Man, he got the power, but with great power comes yeah. great responsibility. So we're going to augment you. So let's do some kind of psychological um, uh, filtering or scanning mm. or something before people are eligible. Man, with me, oh, that's interesting. I'm not even, I, I don't know Star Trek universe very well, but they have it right in the sense that it has to be a commerce-free society yeah. in order to s explore the outer realms of the universe. Absolutely, yep, yep, <laughs> because yep. you can't get hung up on a game whose sole purpose is to get more points. The yeah. game has to be greater than points. So yes, the game itself must be worthwhile. Yeah. And but see consumerism is only one side of it. And there are two side two other sides. Side number 1 is that when you um are really sort of engaging in a social media, you are letting a corporation uh provide you with news and information that they deem appropriate for you yeah so so one thing they do for you is they 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 choose content for you so that's not already that's not your content but the second thing the ads themselves themselves uh wouldn't have been that efficient if not if not for um being able to retain human attention mm -hmm. so the 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 number of you know minutes or hours you spend in an app 
or on a website. This is the, their currency. Mm -hmm. And your time is the most valuable thing yeah. subjectively. For now. Well, uh, at any time, there's something that you, is, you can't, you, you don't get back back time. You can't well, get I'm thinking if we do augment or we do yeah. upload, then time becomes a little more. Yeah, well, um, yeah, but for now, uh, it, it is. Yeah. It is. And so. Uh, we only have this moment because an asteroid could hit us right now yeah. and this podcast could be over. Yes. Which uh, is will be the biggest of, of tragedies and, and then all other secondary issues will come. Secondary. Extinction of, of humanity. <laughs> Secondary, secondary to this podcast minor not making its way minor nuisance yeah. the irony is i will be promoting this podcast on facebook too <laughs> <laughs> there's the irony yeah well we're owning them we yeah they're not owning us we're owning them we're promoting our podcast actually that's right if that's how you view, view social media but even then that's a little twisted and i'll tell you why because then you're thinking like a marketer yeah instead of thinking like i'm a person who maybe had a conversation that might help someone else. Yep. I'm thinking like, but see, I don't think in those terms, luckily again, I'm not wired that way. I just yeah. put it up there. If someone wants to listen, yeah, they can listen. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. you know what? Um, if they're, if you listen to this and turn it off because you don't like it, just go fuck yourself. Yeah. I don't care. You don't have to yeah. listen to this podcast. Yeah, you know. It's bootstrapped by Matthew McCarran incorporated. Yeah. And, uh, and we have sponsors. I who will be paying us regardless of whether you listen to us or not. That's right. They just do it because they like us. Pretty much. It's, it's our magnetic personalities. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I can answer that question very, very quickly. Like, yeah, I, I don't. I'm just not comfortable putting. I Well, number one, and here's my big thing. I'm not comfortable with getting cut. Yep. Because being cut, you're already uh, modifying a closed system. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I see, uh, and there's no judgment in this statement, but I'm just going to make this comment. I see women who augment things like their lips or their breast or their ass. And I just think, you know what? I think you're really fine the way you are. Yeah. You didn't need that. I don't know what got in your head that made you think you needed that. Yeah. Social pressure, that what? It has to be because some, but you'll get this. Sometimes you'll get this argument, well, it has nothing to do with social pressure. I just want to feel good about myself, but wouldn't... Yeah, but we don't exist. We don't exist on our own, right? We're part of society. And That's we a have big this problem. sort yeah. of fucked up beauty standards. Yeah. And it can get to some people's heads. Yeah. Yeah. Not judging, but I just oftentimes when I, I see that done. Now, it's another thing if you've... Let's say there's a spectrum, right? And something mm. happens where you're in a car wreck and yeah. there's some kind of really deformative thing where you just, you aren't even in standard. You're, something's happened where you yeah. want to, obviously, obviously. But I'm saying, you know, some of these augmentations are like, why, why did you? So my point is you took a risk by getting cut when you were always fine to begin with. Yeah. And I, and so I view that with augmentation, you know, I, we made a joke at the beginning about my long-term memory. It is an issue. I forget things quite frequently. I think my short-term, the, the synapse of just thinking of something, that's fine. I'm perfectly healthy. Mm. But I, w I wouldn't mind having a little augmentation to be able to say, to take notes. Yeah. And have them filed very organized so I can access them quickly. But at the same token, at what cost? Does that mean I have to get caught, a cut, risk infection, risk having to upload and and upgrade firmware to the point where maybe a firmware comes fucked up and then I 
I'm stuck in a bed. You know, these things are real. Yeah. Uh, you see, and and whenever, uh, yeah, yeah, it, and it's not going to be perfect. Yeah, all those no. fo- all those there'll be bugs, faulty conditions. Yes. They exist and they will manifest themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might not be the one affected by it, but there will always be a certain percent of people. So there's always been there will always be this fear at, at some. But then again, it de- that depends really because uh, there's al- y- you can always randomly die. On any given yeah. at any given time, yeah. Uh, so uh, if the probability of that is so sort of so small that the benefit of it so might be might be you know might might outweigh the the risk. Yeah. So we we, we take risks all the time. So and um, well, the 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 problem is that the problem becomes when okay, you don't want to uh, augment yourself, but there w- there will be people who won't mind. And and they will get uh, an advantage over you. So and then some other people who were on the fence, they will see that. Oh, hang on a second. These people at large have have gotten the uh, this advantage. Now mm. we want to augment ourselves too. So and and now the majority of people are augmented. And now you, one of those freaks, will have you know, sort of trying to catch up way behind because they already you know have you know better memory, better abstract thinking, whatever. Uh, how will you feel when, when that happens? I, I can answer that very concisely. Uh, what I'm hoping, let's say I stay organic mm-hmm. and other people go synthetic. Yeah. I'm hoping the synthetics will turn me into a, a pet house dog. Yeah. Mm. And so they will go to work mm-hmm. and I will stay home and they'll leave a food dish for me. Yeah. And give me a few toys that I can chew on and, and lick. Yeah. Um, and then they'll come home and I'll be happy. I'll be like, oh, the synthetic is home. Oh, hi, it's so good to see you. You know, and I'll, I'll be like giving them hugs and whatnot. Yeah. And I'll just be so oblivious to what they're doing. It would be very similar to in a Celerando where the parents had no real understanding. They couldn't relate or empathize with the children because yeah. the children were like just off. Yeah. And the parents were here. So I think the synthetics would view me as a cute puppy dog. Yeah. Well, you, you hope. Uh, it's well, you yeah. I hope I don't have one of those who, when I poop on accident on the carpet, they rub my nose in it. I don't want that kind of owner. Yeah. I want the owner who, you know, buys me a nice cr- Christmas sweater, yeah, and then just walks me around town, you know, <laughs> and I'll be all perky with my butt in the air, like, oh, thi- this this synthetic owner is the best owner, and they'll give me all these, uh, uh, what, what what do you call these? All these earthly pleasures. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, mean, I, I take it from your comment that you'll be walking on all fours. Uh, no, no, no. Walking. I will be an upright uh, organic. I will be an upright. Yeah. I, so, I, so here's how it's going to go down. I can tell you exactly how it's going to go down. It's like this. It's like if you were to buy a dog and train that dog really well yeah. and then buy that dog a pet gerbil, mm-hmm. uh, hamster. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be the pet organic Yeah. where my life is going to be so fucking relaxed. Yeah. And then they're going to buy me a dog. Yeah. And so that'll be one of the things that'll keep me occupied is I'll take care of the dog. And I, I imagine it's going to be a happy family. I think Christmas is going to be great. I think they're going to buy me a lot of cool toys. Uh, I'm sure they'll be stressed. As long as they don't bring the stress to me, I'll try and make yeah. them happy. Because the more, again, goes back to the Spider-Man thing. The more power that you're given as mm. a synthetic, the more responsibility you have. So you're, these synthetics are going to be out there cracking the mysteries of the universe. Yeah. But me, I'm going to have a chew toy. Yeah. I see you figured it out already. You see yeah, my boom. argument falls apart. Yeah, we're there. Yeah, that's that's 
That's good. That's <laughs> well, <laughs> no. Okay. So, what's your argument? What's your argument? No, I. Because that was silliness on my part, but I, I could see myself getting into that. Well, in all seriousness, th- I mean, uh, aside from being a pet, I think that's not that's not a bad uh, actually not a bad way to go forward. I think there will be a community of you know pure yeah. humans, and it's going to be a novelty. Oh my God! Look at that organic. Yeah, it's just you'll. We'll be a non-GMO. Yeah. <gasps> you'll be just hanging around. That's uh, what it is. Know, eating GMO food. So there will be GMO. But, but you yourself won't be GMO. Yes, I'll be a non-gmo human yeah and there'll and be gmo uh, humans uh, yeah there, there will be plenty of things to do for ordinary humans just you know h- hang around yeah do stuff uh you probably know, a lot of gardening we'll re- probably be read doing stuff read yeah there's so many books podcasts that's been uh, yeah that's been written throughout uh, human civilization uh, yeah. a lot of them are worth reading but uh, you, yeah. you can never find time to to read all, all of them or maybe finally yeah yeah. So, uh, but uh, but yeah, and and so, g- getting back to augmentation, certainly, uh, I feel like technically it will be possible relatively soon, uh, but uh, I, depending on how, right? I, I s- the w- who works on that on that technology on those you know kinds of things these days uh, are corporations. So and it's. Very likely that the very first, the very first few generations of of those devices, of those you know aug- augmentation you know gadgets, will be made by corporations. And who knows what interests will those corporations have at the time, and what will be well, they will be selfish. For? I think yeah. we can. I, c- I think we can prob- all agree yeah, they'll be they'll selfish. They probably won't be. Yeah, thinking about your well-being. No, they no, th- they're reporting their to a board. Yeah. They'll be thinking about profit. And again, yeah. this circles right back to it has to be a Star Trek type yeah, structure. We have, to, we have to, yeah, get rid of where profits are no longer the ends. They can't be the ends. No. But then to know what the ends are, that becomes very th- philosophical slash theological. Yeah. No, well, it shouldn't be theological. I think I think we can all agree that something like eradicating poverty is a is a good goal. Okay. Yep. So we preservation can start, we can start of ecosystem. Yeah, we can start simple. Yeah, yeah. Pre- oh, I watched an amazing lecture yesterday uh, on Royal Institution uh, YouTube channel. Okay. And it's about raising sea levels, mm. and uh, raising sea levels can't be stopped. No. For for two reasons. One, apparently, uh, we are at this point climbing out of uh, an ice age. Yeah. So there's natural w- warming of the climate yeah. that will raise sea levels. Plus, on top of that, the human-made uh, uh, climate change, which yeah. will carbon uh, emission. Yeah, which will accelerate all that dramatically. Yeah. So it's not a question anymore whether there will be uh problems for some of the coastal cities yeah. it's uh it's the it's the it's matter of be catastrophic. it's the matter of when yeah. it, and, and it, it doesn't have to be if we start changing infrastructure so that we prepared for that then uh then it uh, it will soften the hit well since i'm a futurist mm mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go ahead and jump in with my opinion. Yeah. No, no, not my opinion. I'll go ahead and jump in with a Vice episode I watched. Oh. That's what makes me a futurist because I watch Vice every yeah. once in a while. And there was an episode where they had an, he, a scientist who studies icebergs because mm. I don't have a long-term chip embedded in me yet. We'll call him an icebergologist. Yeah. Sounds good. 
and he said that so as the ice is breaking so so carbon dioxide is actually captured in these icebergs yeah and so part of the reason why there hasn't been massive global heating is because a lot of the heating gases are trapped in ice Mm. and so it's a double whammy as they melt they release and uh what he said is the damage that we're seeing now in the ice caps melting is actually from carbon dioxide uh industrial carbon dioxide from manufacturing in automobiles Mm. from like two to three decades ago Mm. so what he says is what we're seeing now the heating is actually coming from the carbon emissions from like 1983 or something Uh, and so we don't even know what the carbon emissions from 1993 are going to be doing to the thing so he's yeah he was very pessimistic about stopping it he said if we were to just turn out the lights right now just boom turn out we still don't know how much the sea level would rise because we have that 30-year catch-up and then we don't know if that ice is ever going to return if that ice never returns then there's no way of trapping that um so yeah, I don't know, but yeah, it's worth a watch. Yeah, we might w- might want some kind of a uh, you know gills. We better grow some gills. Yeah. Uh, augment ourselves with uh, gills. Uh, so have you been uh, watching Mr. Robot? I've been m- watching Mr. Robot. Where are you? Where you're at? S- third episode, season two. Mm. And um, what I'm what I'm feeling right now is uh, so here's my problem with television series. Mm. There always has to be a point where you walk away from it. Very rarely do you see a series to the end and stay happy the Mm -hmm. whole time. And I'm already kind of feeling like season two feels like a remix of season one. Mm um some of the same plots and mechanisms are there i'm gonna keep watching it i'm gonna watch mm-hmm. through season three but i'm kind of feeling season one was great mm. amazing i think they cliffhanged it perfectly okay and now i'm on uh season two but i, I don't know I, I don't know if it has the same hooks in me in season two mm, interesting yeah because you know and spoiler alert i'm just guessing some of his friends that he's hanging out with now are also his delusions mm. because there's been indicators that I go, Oh wait, here we are with another fl- fight club scenario. So maybe mm. I'm wrong. I'll keep watching to find mm, out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. but I also, so the villain is very important mm. in any series. And I think this, so this villain is literally called evil core and I feel it's just almost too much of a trope mm. to where all the boogeymen, it's like, there, there's a formula like here's how you make the baddest yeah. of the bad boogeyman mm-hmm. and they just check the boxes with villain core and you know uh so that's kind of where i'm at interesting yeah okay okay so you're a nitpicky fuck <laughs> <laughs> well i get to be yeah no because i get to be nitpicky because you've been nitpicky about certain books yeah, i'm always nitpicky yeah i'm, I'm i don't know I'm, I'm glad that you're uh yeah Going a little bit, uh, you know. I'm going. I'm going strong in the paint. BDSM into you. I am. Your, uh, I am whipping, uh, Mr. Robot. Yeah. And I also think here's another criticism. I really like that lead actor, but I think he's a person you can only take for so many seasons. 
because mm. there's an intensity about him that's kind of it's endearing but it's also off-putting interesting so that's where i'm at with mr robot I, not a harsh criticism yeah i think it's just uh you know it's uh it's another one of my paramount extremely important opinions yeah, yeah. that the world needs to hear about what wants to hear yeah yeah and f- yeah, at the end of the day, that's the, that. That will be, we've already talked about it. That, that will be the profession of the future. Yeah. The Dean. Yeah. I think we're gonna have to wrap this bitch up. All right. That was the podcast for you. Yeah, the podcast. Unfortunately, as much as I'd love to do this, eight hours. Every day. All the day. Two beers in a book. Two beers in a book. I gotta walk away. Goodbye, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>